little geeklings and welcome to another episode of Two Geeks Talk Movies. It's summer camp time and our camp is Camp Hack and Slash. Today, campers, we're looking at the Camp-tastic Friday the 13th in glorious 3D. The movie famous for giving Jason his mask and that kick-ass disco beat. I am your host, John, and with me as always is my co-host, Joe. Hey. Hey there, that intro was fucking off. That intro <laughs> like, was a little bit camp. <laughs> just a tad camp, you know. Oh <laughs> so since it's July and hotter than the 8th dimension of hell, mm. uh, I thought we'd do summer camp movies. So here we have it, Friday 13th Part 3D, 40 years old. Jesus, jinkies, <laughs> I mean. Good Lord. This came out in glorious, as I said earlier, glorious 3D. Jesus Christ, the 3D. With also because this was a 3D fad of the mid 80s, actually the early 80s to mid 80s, mm. with other great titles as Jaws 3D and Amadou 3D. So you know this is a good company. <laughs> <laughs> Went over in for a treat. Oh my God! Have you ever seen Amadou 3D by the way? Yes. Oh, have you ever seen it in 3D? It's fucking abysmal in 3D. Yes, watch. you only ever watch it one in 3D and go, well, oh. I can say I watched it, I'm never watching it again. Good God, and I'm sorry, but Jaws 3D doesn't even work in 3D. Oh, it's like, oh. No. I mean, they shouldn't really have tried with that one. No, 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 no. I mean, in saying that, this doesn't even work in 3D either. Have you ever seen this thing in 3D? No. I saw it in 3D once. Actually, twice, I tell you, twice. Once way back in 1990... Shit. 98, I think it was, 99. Mm. And it was part of Channel 4's 3D night in Britain. Wow. Uh, I think it was 90, 98, I think it was. Anyway, and I showed this and some other shitty movie. And, oh my God, the 3 doesn't even, doesn't even lined up right. It gives you a, a migraine, a headache. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't even line up. Right? So, what the I fuck? mean, I can... I can tell from the quality of this movie how great she says in quotation mark mm. the um, 3D considering every single scene and with something uh-huh. long and something just flying at your face you're like thank yeah. for that yeah, glad I'm not a, watching this in 3D yeah if it's not a, a clothes pole it's a baseball bat for that it's popcorn it's an apple yeah. it's a yo-yo a yo-yo oh it's, my god um, oh never mind um, why was it shot in 3D I hear nobody ask <laughs> because uh, the year before this was made, a Spanish western that nobody has ever heard of called Coming At Ya made $12 million. So Paramount went ka-ching and cashed in the big time. This is why this thing was shadow in 3D. <laughs> wow. Uh, so let's talk about Jason. Which version of Jason is your favourite Jason? Ooh. Um, I think this version. Okay. I think if I had, since you put me on the spot and made me pick, I think this version. I mean, I like the later film, but I prefer this version of Jason, if that makes sense. Okay, okay. I mean, because you have Sackhead Jason, you Mm. have uh, newly acquired Mask Jason, Mm -hmm. then you have Slightly Fucked Up Mask Jason, and then you've got Zombie Jason, and then you've got Cyber Jason, and then you've got Reboot. Jason, I say Cyber Jason's my favourite. Really? I think because it's just so cheesy and also cheesy. It's quite a cool outfit. I mean, uh, 
but yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, so, I like this version of Do You Think of Little Fizz at anything better than that sack he's got in his head? Yes, yes. So, Sackhead Jason, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so, which is your favourite Friday 13th movie? Ooh, now you're asking. I think it's got to be Freddy Takes Manhattan. Where Jason Takes Manhattan, you mean? <laughs> Sorry, yes. Oh, Look, God. it's been a long day um, and it's very warm. Um, yeah, Jason takes Manhattan. It's got to be my favourite. Yeah, Mings is Jason Lives. Ooh. Because it is tongue in cheek uh-huh. and it's an Oliver Cooper soundtrack, so yay. <laughs> <laughs> so we can't go wrong with that one. Really? Um, have you played the truly terrible video game that's based off this, by the way? Because the game is fucking abysmal. I played it for about 10 minutes and then decided life was too short and turned mm-hmm. it off. Yes, yeah. I mean, this game is so bad, it makes bloody uh, Dead by Daylight look a fucking triple-A game, you know, a top <laughs> game. It's just so bad. It's glitchy as fuck. Mm. It barely works and the kills are terrible on it. It's oh like, God, yeah. I mean, I haven't played it in a good, what, two years? Because the toxic fan base was just sucking the soul out of the game. I was like, yeah. that. And so I've played it in about two years. Like when you play anything online though, there's always little fucking people jump onto the server and spoil it. Why I don't mm. play games online? Yeah, you just yeah, think, yeah. fuck this. I mean, you would spend, what, up to 60 minutes, an hour mm. and a half, waiting for a game to to, to um, line up and yeah. then go on it and somebody would either, oh, I would be Jason and dump the whole thing and start it over again. It's like, fuck mm-hmm. it, you would, you would play as Jason. And because you kill somebody, they quit the game. It's like, for fuck's sake, so... Hmm. Yeah, but if we start, so then you're like, oh, fuck, you can't take the spirit of the game, then do you mm-hmm. know what? Go play something else. Mm-hmm. Was, <clears throat> was that reason why I stopped playing Dead by Daylight? Because it was just the same fucking thing. You sit and play the game, and if you're a particular good killer, like I was with um, Michael and mm-hmm. with Freddy... Oh my god, he's he's a camper. And just quit the game. It's like, fuck off, you little shit. Yeah. This is why I think games should be um like sort of age rated. I mean, no, I was obviously I mean like the server should be like 18, 20 plus, 30 plus, 40 plus sort of thing. You know, yeah, you should be able to <laughs> prove your age to get on the server and mm. you know, at least at least see you're gonna stick to the rules. Yeah, yeah. I think on these type of servers there should be someone that make someone from the actual game like uh, peeking in, making sure mm-hmm. everyone's sticking to the rule. And uh, there is a, a game that did it where basically all the cheats or all the sore losers that keep rage quitting and ruin it for mm-hmm. everyone, they put them all in the one server, let them ruin it for themselves. Yeah, wasn't that a Call of Duty game? That Aha, that's that? what it was. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Also, uh, cheaters, people were cheating, were put on the same server, so the cheaters just play along to themselves and that's it, cheat, themse- cheat mm. themselves out of a fucking game. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's an artidable franchise. You ever played any Call of Duty games? They're so fucking bad. Sadly, I've played them all. God, I mean, I haven't played a Call of Duty game since Call of Duty Black Ops. Wow. Which is, I, mean, I don't know you're not. That is. <laughs> you're not uh, you're not missing much, my God. Mm. I think advanced warfare's the worst. Mm. So it is. God. I mean remember those those sole reason well actually two reasons why I played Call of Duty BO, as I call it. Um <laughs> is uh for the zombie pack with Freddy Krueger and Freddie Krueger, Rob England and mm-hmm. Michelle Geller and such. 
and my mate begged me to play it with him, so I played it with him, and it was shit. <laughs> I mean, it was just dire, utter mm. shit, and I was this yeah, not, garbage. not a very good, it's not a very good game, and if that's your first introduction to the franchise, then yeah, I don't know why you'd ever go back and play anything else, yeah. to be honest. But garbage. sadly, I I played them all, and it was purely just so I could say, well, I played them; they were mm. shit. Because you, you know how you get that way If you play one game And I say a franchise And you play one game You go that was shit And mm. then you say to someone Oh have you played such and such And then you go yeah I played the first one It was shit And they go oh well you can't judge it by that You've got to play them all So mm. I, I took that point of view with Call of Duty And thought fuck it I'm going to play them all And yeah. then realised no they're definitely shit I can say hand on heart they're shit Mm, mm. Same principle I had. Somebody said to me about Assassin's Creed because I had played Assassin's Creed uh, Unity. I think it was mm-hmm. this one set in France, wasn't it? Yeah, that's Unity. Yeah. Uh, and that was utter dog shit. And somebody said, "Oh, you need to play the rest of the game." So I dug out various copies of various of the other games, mm. and I got to admit they got vastly superior after a Unity. You know. Yeah, Unity. Unity's the worst, like, don't be the French. Mm. Unity, uh, one of the worst. Um, for me, I don't like Unity, neither do. And I'm not too keen on Origin. I mean, it's playable in that, but it's just that they may have some of the Egyptian mythology. And you know me, I get a bit mm. arsey with things like that. Yeah, so, we can discuss the, the Assassin's Creed games uh, later on. Uh, yes. that's coming up for the movie, isn't it? So. That is. Sorry, let's just light the campfires and make the s'mores. Here it is, Friday the 13th, part 3D, with a budget of 2.3 million. This thing pulled in 36.6 million. So it made wow. gangbusters money then. I think this is one of the most, uh, one it made most money up until uh, Freddy vs. Jason, I think it was. Uh, mm. That we did this, but yeah, I think this is one of the big gun ones. Uh, mm. Starring Dana Kimmel, uh, Paul Krakakai, I pronounce his name, Larry Zerner, Jeffrey Rogers, Catherine Pax, sorry, Richard Broom, and Betsy Palmer, directed by Steve Miner as a plot. It's the day after events of Friday the 13th, part two, and just is out for more blood, heading back to Crystal Lake. Handily, a bunch of teens uh, head to the, ca- uh, the the lake, rather, from the other side of the lake, uh, for a long weekend. They're quickly picked off one by one. Also have to deal with a, uh, sorry, a bunch of bikers who can escape Crystal Lake alive. Can Shelley get the girl? Does the 3D actually work in this thing? Does this thing have eye-popping effects? And how many terrible puns can I make? Find out here. Um... Yeah, I get bored of this movie about five minutes in, so I started making puns. And <laughs> my God, the puns. Sweet Jesus. Uh-huh. Um, but anyway, we have to discuss the biker gang in this because the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's go to trivia. The original okay. idea was to have uh, the sole survivor, Ginny, from part two, placed in a house dealing with her trauma after events of part two. She then sees a fake Jason killing his staff. Thing is, is he real or is she doing the killings? Now, this idea was stitched, however, it was reused in later movies with Tommy Jarvis. Mm-hmm. So that was the original idea. I think it would have worked slightly better than this one because this one's just all over the body shot. I mean, it had, it had better plot than what they come up with. I would have preferred to have seen that. 
Mm-hmm. But didn't the woman that plays Jenny in the second part refuse to come back for this one? Yes. She was, she was yeah. offered that and politely declined. So Yeah, she refused to do another horror, so yeah. So, mm-hmm. uh, so the house, the barn and the lake were all man-made. Uh, the lake yeah. was sealed correctly and it flooded the sets. Yay. I mean, just, you can tell that lake is fake, but what, about two feet deep? I mean. Oh my God, yeah. I mean, it's still pretty impressive to look at. Mm, I suppose. At least on screen. I imagine in, in Pelton it was uh, an ice mm, Yeah, yeah, yeah. It must have. So Didn't it, some fan like burn that? I, I take it was accidentally. But wasn't it that barn that they accidentally burnt down? They, they were like lighting a cigarette, threw it down and at the end. And I don't know. I read that. Went. I read it was either the house that burnt down or the barn that burnt down. Mm. So it was one of the two. Yeah, I read that, but I don't know if it's true. I think it's an urban yeah. legend. So, mm. Maybe. Uh, was it took so long to set up shots. Most of the cast and crew fell asleep on the set. So <laughs> this is good. <laughs> it took upwards of 60 takes to get the shots lined up correctly. It's like, for fuck's sake, that must have been fun. Fucking hell. That must have been a long day. Oh, God, could you imagine? Christ. Mm. Uh, there's a, there was a rape scene in the script, but was cut yeah. out where Jason tried to rape Chris. Mm-hmm. Yeah, move on swiftly. Yeah, and that's just... Mm. Uh, this was shot in January and February of 1982, so that must have been fucking freezing. Ooh. It cost Paramount between 8 and $10 million to install these 3D lenses on projectors. <laughs> So, had, so yeah, so they had to beg this. I hope to God this movie made more. Of, yeah, it's again made a profit, and it didn't because there was mm. a lawsuit, and they had to get pull the the lenses back off the machines again. So, fucking mm. okay, hell! I also read that to prevent the plot being leaked, the production team used to call uh, um all the Fre- all the Fre- Friday the Thirteenth movie by David Bowie. Song yes. title, yeah. and this one apparently was called Crystal Japan, mm. mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which you know, I was like, right, okay, yeah, yeah. So, hmm. and I think a piece of information I have here Stan Winston was brought in to make the mask for Jason's face, but his mask was never ever used and it wasted tens of thousands of dollars. Wow, <laughs> so okay, wow. then. So basically, not the hockey mask, but the actual mask of, this, of his face uh-huh. underneath, and it was never used. So, was somebody buying that one? So hmm. it was. Uh-huh. Apparently, it's, it's used in the unseen uh, alternative ending. So, hmm. I've never actually seen the alternative ending. Something yeah. to dig yeah, out, I suppose. Yeah. That's why it's called the unseen. <laughs> it's better than I think it's it was released on Blu-ray. It was. Mm. Um, that's how people have saw the thing, but yeah, that was the only time it's been seen since 1982. So, hmm. wow. So let's get into mm. the movie itself then. So, as with all these early Friday the 13th movies, it shows the ending of the previous movie as its opening, which drove me fucking. I was like padding much. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a nice touch, but yeah, mm. you just think you know, at least they've got what at least six to ten minutes where they don't have to write anything. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. So here we meet Ginny, a survivor of the last movie, played by Amy Steele. She puts on Mrs. Voorhees' dirty ass jumper, which is fucking disgusting, by the way. <laughs> uh, then she badly morphs into Mrs. Voorhees, played by 
by Betsy Palmer. Who did this movie to buy a new car? <laughs> I mean, Jesus Christ. She then um, kills Jason with a machete to the shoulder and not cutting his head off because she's a fucking idiot, frankly. Mm. The camera then holds on Mrs. Voorhees' chopped off head, which, and I swear to God, I have seen this, by the way. There's a version of this where she actually blinks at the camera. Wow. The I mean, actually... I, was, I was looking at that head going any minute now it's going to open its eye. Mm-hmm. Well, and the version I saw years ago, one of the, it either winks or blinks. So, hmm. So, uh, up pops the 3D titles and has the kick-ass Disco Friday 13th theme, which I love, even though it's hated by the fans. I love <laughs> this thing. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> you know, shake your fucking ass to Disco beat me off and cry out loud. <laughs> Why not, eh? So then, opens up on a random house slash shop, which I don't get why the fuck's a house in a shop. And here we meet Harold, played by Steve Sudskin. And his much, much younger wife, Edna, played by Cherry uh, Mugan, I think that was her name. Now, she's on his case because he's a fat, lazy slob, as he's sneaking and eating food and drink off the shelves, which is fucking disgusting, frankly. Mm. I mean, what's he doing? Eating nuts and donuts and drinking uh, yeah, drink, and such? It's like, that's Drinking orange and then just putting it back on the shelf. Mm-hmm, I was mm-hmm. like, eh. Well, if he's pet rabbit in the vegetables i'm like that's disgusting how the fuck that rubber got in that thing anyway buddy i have no idea oh my god and the I'll... safe fresh fruit and veg is good for you yeah not 1982 isn't it <laughs> 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 i've got here look out it's a, a close drying uh pole ah, my eyes um, <laughs> also look out the tv antenna ah, um and these are clearly the 3D shots that don't work yep. in 2D. I barely work mm-hmm. in 3D, so... Hmm. Mm. I love the fact you can see wires on a snake. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is so... I'm sure in 3D, they're not there. <laughs> oh, God, no. One thing I'd like to know, what's with all the trains in this uh, shop? There's got great train robbery stuff all over the place. What the fuck is that about? It has reference to an earlier movie. Um, so it is, and I cannot remember the movie. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, it's a reference to do with an earlier movie that well, had something to do with it. It first had really bad 3D in it, or it was, I don't know. But it has reference to an earlier movie. Okay, okay. So uh, Jason chops Harold down to size as he's having a shit, as you do. I mean, mm. why not? I love that he doesn't even wipe. I mean, that is oh! Then he pins down Edna um, with her knit needle to the throat, and that's her dead. So that was a terrible wow. pun there. <laughs> next, on. Uh, next. Oh no, a basil bat to my face. No. We meet the um, Peaky Teens. Chris, <laughs> by Dana. Uh, Kimmith, I think I put his name. Andy, mm-hmm. played by Jeffrey Rogers, who's now a doctor. Mm-hmm. His girlfriend, Debbie, played by Tracy Savage, who is now a professor teaching TV production. Yeah, uh, she's Yes, she was a news, a news uh, reporter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shelley, played by Larry Zinner, who is now a, a lawyer, who is a super pain in the ass because he's a fucking practical joker. I can't stand this guy. This guy should be mm-hmm. killed immediately, frankly. Uh, Vera, played by Catherine Parks, and 
she is supposed to be Shelly's blind date. Okay then. And finally, Potheads, Chelly, played by Rachel Howard. Yes. And mm. Chuck, played by David Kittens. Um, she's now a chemist and he's a stand-up comic. As you oh, know. wow. Why um, not? Yeah, I think only person that still works in the, out of this cast is Chris. The rest of them left the business. <laughs> so to speak. So, hmm. I think the Friends of the movies are cursed, you know, I mean. Mm. So, there we have it, the new meat for the blade. Uh, not one likeable person in this entire cast. I can't stand any of these people, do you know what? They all drive me fucking insane. Yep, they all, they all made me look at my watch and think, you're not dead yet? Yeah, I mean, from Chrissy's PTSD, due to mm-hmm. the fact she'd run him with Jason... Mm-hmm. Uh, Andy is an annoying little show off. Shelly is a prankster. I want him dead immediately. Mm-hmm. Chelly and Chuck all they do is smoke pot and giggle. And Vera is an afterthought. And yeah. Debbie's only thing is she's pregnant. I was like, kill these all now and get a new cast. These are terrible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely. Mean, God almighty. So what do you actually think of this this cast? I mean I, th- I think they're all just a little bit predictable i mean they're the same cast we see in every other flasher show that what is it the the jock the stoner the fucking tart and the virgin with a mm. few extra you know they are so unoriginal yeah I mean, and they're played so badly you just think hurry up and die but you know they just think <clears throat> can't they have a completely original set of people if they're gonna do films like this yeah, I mean, there's a reason why, um, what was that called? Cabin in the Woods mm-hmm. had this whole set with the, the jock, the virgin, the geek, the slut, mm-hmm. and uh, the stoner, because mm-hmm. they are stereotypes, and that's how all these slash movies in the 80s were. So yeah. I'm just like, is there anything original in these Friday 13 movies at all? Sadly, no. God almighty. So they start heading up to the lake, and they say it's Friday, but it's not. It's Saturday the 14th. Mm-hmm. So the fucked up timeline there, because it's supposed to be the very next, next day, day. Yeah. From part two. So, oh my god. Oh, but have you seen Saturday the fourteenth? Have I seen Saturday the fourteenth? Yes. No. Don't. <laughs> okay. It's a terrible mid to late, actually mid eighties um, <clears throat> parody of Friday the Thirteenth, and it doesn't fucking work. And it oh, is started the 14 strikes back. That's fucking terrible, I know. Oh, wow. So, even on the TV reports, it says these are the killings that Jason done the previous day. So, whoever wrote this thing should take it fucking shot. This is Saturday the 14th, not Friday the 13th. The fucking idiots. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> so, the priest, uh, the police rather, scream past as Chili and Chuck eat handfuls of marijuana and try to ditch it. Yet none of these people actually act stoned or indeed throw up the, the marijuana. No. I and mean, I like how one of them shout her, I'm allergic to pot. And he's throwing fish fills in his mouth. Like, yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. I would hear Chuck is nothing but a cheap wannabe Chichin Chong, you know, so. <laughs> <laughs> God, I'm, I'm sorry, but they two drove me insane. He, he, he's even in a bloody video game, by the way. He's an annoying, shitty character in a video game. Oh. It's like, God almighty, why did I have that video game could get any fucking one? Oh, God, yeah, yeah, yeah. So on the road, they literally almost run over 
the creation of this movie, Abel, played by David Wiley. He warns them of Crystal Lake while holding up a fisheye straight to the camera. Now, I've heard a fisheye lens these, but that's fucking ridiculous. I mean, mm. he goes, I have warned thee! You know, it's got a death curse. <laughs> Fuck off. So, <laughs> so bad. God. I mean, I'm going, where would you get a fish head from? A fish eye, even? From? A fish eye. A f- I mean, <sighs> suppose you would get it from the fish head, but let's face it, where are you going to get one of those? Yeah, in that little dinky two feet deep fucking official lake. I mean, hmm. <laughs> Christ almighty. So they continue on down the road to Chrissy's lake house, Higgins Haven, which is actually in the game also. It's one of the shittiest mm-hmm. maps of the game. And here we meet groundskeeper, farmhand, hunk, boyfriend, hmm, Rick, played by Paul Kratchka, is his name. He's now a chiropractor and he can snap my back anytime. <laughs> Oh my god. I'm sorry, but hello. Anyway. Um, it's just what I liked about the Friday the 30s movies. The pretty boys were all top notch hunks. I yeah, mean, when when they got a pretty boy, they at least did make them pretty. Yes. Same with the girls. I mean, some of the girls were mm. supposedly hot, but eh. Um, but yeah, the pretty boys were like, hello. I mean, the, the worst mm. of the movie, the prettier the boys. So. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> Oh yes, he's supposed to be Chrissy's ex-boyfriend or still boyfriend. It's confusing. I, I don't it's know confusing. Myself. I picked it up as ex, but maybe it's not. Mm. I've got to say here, I love Chrissy's shagging wagon. It is just <laughs> so 70s, I believe. <laughs> <laughs> With a shag carpets on the doors and all over the floor. It's like, oh my God, I can't be in a more 70s yep. I've tried. So um, they unpack the van and they'll bugger off down to the lake to do skinny dipping, as you do. You know? Why not? So Chris shows Debbie the room she is going to be staying in for this weekend. By the way, it's a long weekend, but who the hell goes to a long weekend on a Saturday, not the fucking Friday? Not the, not the Friday, you know? Or even a Thursday, I mean. Hmm. I mean, a long weekend to me is Thursday to Monday or Friday to Tuesday, not, you know, hmm. Hmm. Saturday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Saturday to Monday. It's like, hmm, that's weird. So she pulls out a hammock bed. Now have you all slept in a hammock? Yes, they are uncomfy. Yes, they're a fucking nightmare to get in and out of. Mm. Because about, what was it, 30 years ago, I slept in my one of my cousins' house and his whole joke was, oh, sleep in the hammock tonight. And that was a fucking nightmare. As I felt of it like fucking four times and I fucked my back up. So, yay. Yikes. Yes. Yeah, so I mean, I'm, I don't even reach five foot tall. So those things had a fucking treat uh, for me to try and get in and out of, if you can imagine. Whoever invented how much should be taking out a fucking shot, frankly. I mean, Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, hmm. I think that's why I got a bad back to this day because of that fucking stupid bed. For that hammock. Oh, my God. So, it, it just cuts to the barn as Chris messes around with Rick. All I can say is, God damn's arm much. I mean, hello. <laughs> also, I'm loving the fact he struggles to get Chris off, off the ground using the pulley system. I'm going, how heavy is she? <laughs> <laughs> That's not a good thing for her, is it? I mean, you see earlier on in the scene, he's pulling up like bales of hay, no problem. He's going, ah, I can't get us up the fat bitch. <laughs> so I'm going, how heavy is she? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, that's the thing no women want to hear in any context, is it? 
Mm. Yeah, and apparently that was actually done for real. He was actually struggling Thank to get you. her off that bloody. Oh. <laughs> so that must have been. What a way to make a woman feel special, eh? God, yeah, yeah. I mean, Christ almighty. Although I've got to see here, what is the point of having a farm on the other side of Crystal Lake? You I know? have no idea. I know Crystal Lake has to be one of the most confusing areas ever. On one side we have the camp. On uh-huh. the other side, there's a farm. Down uh-huh. the road from that, or down a bit from that farm, is the small housing estates in part four. Uh-huh. And the other side of it is another camp. So, Karen, how big an area is Crystal Lake? Yeah, and why would it have another camp? Just, you know, relatively well, close to it? I suppose, I mean, if, if it's, well, I don't know, it might be, I mean, I've never been to camp myself, but I'm guessing no. if it's a large lake, then two sides of the lake could be two different counties, so maybe one side Yeah, that makes sense. You know, but I'm thinking myself, you have got like a small housing estate on one side, mm-hmm. you've got a farm on the other side, you've got a camp that side, you've got the camp here, and you've got this species here, and I'm like, what the fuck is, how big is this lake? Yeah, good lord, massive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Shelley, being the little twy he is, pulls a prank on Chris, who screams bloody murder as he has a fake axe stuck in his head. And he thinks this is hilarious. I'm going, you're a fucking twat. I mean, he had a twat, but let's face it, it was a little bit funny. Yeah, I suppose. So they're all pissed at him just because... Uh, they also say, like, oh my God, I have to be this because I'm fat and ugly. And no, mate, because you're a fat and ugly doesn't mean you're a fucking asshole. I mean, you're just a yeah. douchebag. Maybe that's yeah, why you yeah. can't get leads, because you're fucking an asshole. Not to do your fat, you're fat and you're ugly and you're curly haired I mean as you think oh I have to do it because I'm, I'm fat and ugly and curly haired oh fuck off you twat maybe one is such a prick then you make it late yeah exactly I mean they do say there's somebody for everybody in a Scottish forsaken society so hmm. absolutely so with that Vera takes Shelley to the store in her little VW yellow bug and here we meet the um, biker gang yeah. Fox played by Gloria Charles Loco played by Kevin O'Brien and Ali played by Nick Savage. Now I'm sorry, but these guys are supposed to be scary. Mm, I mean, I mean, I've seen five-year-olds in the street scaring these people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In fact, the five-year-olds will beat these asses. I mean, Jesus Christ, they're fucking like, <laughs> oh, we're 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 rough and tough. Really? I mean, mm. <laughs> oh my God. I suppose for the 80s that was rough and tough. Oh, poison. Yeah. <laughs> so they tried to steal Shelley's wallet, um, which apparently had to toss it at the camera twenty times to get the directly at camera. <laughs> so he accidentally runs over the bikes, and then Ali smashes the car's windscreen. So they drive off and cause up a, a, a fuss, not malarkey. They follow him to the forum where local sucks a few out of all the cars. Put it later. I'm going, who the hell sucks petrol at a bloody car? That is disgusting. Mm. I've mean, done it before, no? No. You know, I had to do it once um, with my dad's uh, diesel, was it diesel or was it gasoline? Um, lawnmower, because they put the wrong petrol on it, or the wrong fuel on it, and I had to suck it out. That was fucking disgusting. Mm. That was disgusting. I think it was a diesel, I think it was, and he put I gas. I mean, even the smell alone made me want to throw up, so I can't imagine there being any reason under the sun why I'd willingly put 
that in my mouth. Mm, that's that's all disgusting. Mm. I mean, Jesus, fucking so disgusting. <clears throat> anyway, so as this is happening, Deb gets Chrissy's backstory that two years earlier she had a run-in with Jason late one night. Now, when was this happening exactly? I mean, yeah. Oh my God. I mean, You're in the f- British, you know, movie because it's never mentioned before. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, same with Jason Takes Manhattan. When did that lead chick in there know about Jason as a as a um, a tween? You know, not a teenager or not a, a grown man, a little boy. Jason, she mm. knew. So when was that happened? I mean, yeah. Because hmm. they say he was killed in 1956. I think it was. Mhm. And. Uh, the mother was doing the, her killings in 1979. Uh-huh. So when was Jason doing all this stuff? I mean, mm. keeping in mind that it was not Mountain Man Jason, as in part two, but the bald inbred Jason in this. Also, the clothes he's wearing in this is completely different from the <laughs> the clothes that he got at the beginning of the movie. So they have fucked up this time completely. Yeah, because the, the clothes at the beginning of the movie are the clothes from the second one, sort of mm-hmm. like in between all the Dwayne's killing, he said, time to go back home and change, you know? I was like, yeah. Mm, okay then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, bearing in mind, this is supposed to be 1985, not 1982, mm-hmm. because Friday 13th Part 2 takes place five years after uh, Friday 13th, which is 1979, which makes us 84, 85. 85, I get it to you. So, uh, uh, moving on swiftly, because the timeline for Friday the 13th movies are fucked in the air. Fucked up, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep, they can God. never, they never stick to one timeline. No, 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 it's ridiculous. So back at the farm, Jason is in the barn because he doesn't have a mask anymore because Jenny destroyed his hood thingy, my drink he had. Mm-hmm. And I've got down here, why is Jason in the mask in the barn? This is bad editing. Because there's a shot where if he freaks me right, he's wearing the mask. He's wearing a hockey mask. I know, so I know. Someone fucked, Some up, fucked that up in the editing. Oh my god, this is so bad, this movie. So, pissed off at the state of his little, little VW bug, Rick takes Chris for a drive for reasons. Why does he take her out for a drive? Why not? Maybe he's trying to get romantic? I have hmm. no idea. Oh, he's trying to get into her pants continually through his body. Yeah. Movie. I'm like, Christ, mate, get a fucking, have a ham shank in the fucking, in the sh- shed, you know? <clears throat> I mean, maybe that's what he was hoping for, but he was just hoping for his, her hand to help him out. Yeah, I suppose. I suppose that's very true. So, in a wee while, Debbie and Andy go skiddy dipping, as you do. Why not? Uh, as Fox and local mess around in the barn, Fox is on a swing. Going, yay, wee! I'm going, real love, you're supposed to be a biker chick, and you're going, wee! <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So bloody bad. So just don't stand for that shit. As he forks her in the barn, a local uh, looks for her, but ends up at Jason's pitch meeting as he pitch boxed <laughs> the two of them to death. There's the pun. <laughs> I mean, my lord. <laughs> oh my god. Next is Ali. Who takes on Jason, but a bitch slap and then a hack up job later. Plus my wax, and he is jiggery fooks as he gives Jason his iconic machete. <laughs> so that night, 
down by a sewage pipe who said romance was fucking dead <laughs> rick and chris reconnect here she tells her the story of a in flashback of the jason attack and we see jason i don't know fully grown man and i'm going right so when was this and what's he trying to do because he, he sort of pins her down and then crawls at her and then she she kicks him in the face and runs away and crawls back at him and it's a whole scuffle thing i'm going what's i he wonder if the, he, the sexual assault angle they were going to take and then quickly yes. you know killed it so i wonder if they'd already shot part of that before they thought actually fuck it that's not a good idea yeah 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 i'm guessing so so hmm. and this leaves rick blue ball but his outfit changes between these scenes have you ever noticed that yep she I'm must have going... been telling a very long conversation because he had time to go and change oh my god the continuity in this movie is shocking i mean mm. truly fucking shocking so back in the house andy and shelly have a juggling contest as you do for the girls i mean hmm? why not and this was 32 takes to get the apples <laughs> to the cameras because they were <laughs> 15 foot off the ground. It's like, oh, for fuck's Fucking sake. Fucking hell, man. Because the actors were complaining that like, they had to throw these balls in the air so high for so long. They were getting cramps. I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Just so the apples would hit the camera so the 3D effect would work. I'm going, ditch the fucking 3D then for crying out loud. Yeah, if you can't get it to work and you're that to her complaining, fucking ditch it. Mm. Or find an easier way to make it work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Deb takes Andy away to juggle his balls. This leaves <laughs> Shelly to badly hit on Vera. She shoots him down. So to get revenge, he dresses in a wetsuit. Where the fuck did he get a wetsuit from, by the way? And, and tries how to did pull he get into it? Let's face it. Yeah, I was going to get that in a second there. He then tries to pull it into the lake. I've got to hear, what a complete cunt. Mm. <laughs> By the way, he has a little small case with him and no bag, so where the fuck that wetsuit in that thing? <laughs> also, yeah. had to get fast into that. <laughs> exactly, exactly. I mean, they must have had a hell of a lot of butter on that fucking camp. Yeah, that's a lot of loop, you know, it's a lot of ass. Yeah. Christ. I saw the body shame, but how the fuck did he get his fast into that thing? So, hmm. God, <sighs> Was the Lord doing from the fucking ceiling? You know, was the use <laughs> the wench? <laughs> That's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> so upstairs, Debbie and Andy have sex. As downstairs, Chuck wakes up from his I don't know comatose from the fucking marijuana. Eh? And he goes for a shit. Uh, again, what's with this movie in shits? <laughs> so. He has to use an outhouse because apparently this big fancy ass uh, lake house doesn't have an indoor plumbing, has an outhouse. I mean, Jesus Christ. Because I mean, apparently, why not, you know? <laughs> apparently they forgot to build the toilets. <laughs> <laughs> so they put one outside. It's like, oh, for fuck's sake. That's Fucking hell. So they actually had an actual shower, an actual bathtub. There's no toilet. It's just there's no toilet. I mean, you'd have thought they were going right. I've got a shower, I've got a bathtub, I've got to think if I forgot anything, you know. Uh, yeah, the <laughs> toilet. Oops. Yeah. Oh, oh for fuck's sake. So, <laughs> oh my god, this movie's so bloody bad. It's mm. like, ah, mm. uh, where was it now? Da 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 da. Here, Jason shakes the shack, but uh, what's his name? Chuck thinks he's too stoned. Until actually um, 
shakes the thing and he goes, oh my God, what is this? He thinks it's Shelly that's doing it. I'm going to kick it out, Shelly. And I was, crap. So Jason then slinks off into the barn. So Chili and Chuck follow him, finding nothing. And it's a completely pointless fucking filler. What was the point of this scene, by the way? Fuck no. I mean, filler? Yeah. I mean, it was, what, five minutes of these two wandering this barn, still at their brain cells going, oh, look, I'm a shay. Yeah. I'm going, pointless. Exactly. Hmm. So, Shelly doesn't like the fact that Vera puts him in his place as he storms off into the barn, where Jason slices his roll into pieces. Finally, one hour in, Jason gets his mask. Yay! The reason why this fucking movie was made. I mean, because I mean, <laughs> apparently producers hated the whole sack look thing, so this is why the hockey mask was invented. Thank fuck they never decided, oh, it had a nice, unique look to have them in a fucking sack. Mm. So next he has an eye-to-eye with Vera, shooting her square in the eye with Shelly's spear gun, and that took 45 takes to get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, by the way, why does Shelly have a spear gun? It's a lake you're going, not fucking deep-sea diving for fuck's sake. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh, my God. God. So next, Andy and Deb is for the blade. Deb takes a shower. Go to rules of horror time. One, always have a shower. Two, never trust kids or old people. And three, if it's too good to be true, get the fuck out of there. <laughs> so first, Jason thinks Andy is too handsy. So cuts him to size as the actor is constantly walking around on his hands. And that took six weeks of intensive training to get him to do that. Wow. Yeah. Mm. So then Jason is a real heartbreaker in bed as he pierces Debbie from under the hammock. As you do. I mean, why not? So Chris and Rick return from their date and it's been fucking hours later because apparently the, the car ran out of gas, had to walk it back from the sewage pipes. Romance is dead. <laughs> to find all the lights are out. And smoke is pouring from the kitchen as Chili's late night munchies of popcorn is burning. Rick checks the outside, so Jason gives him an eye-popping experience of the rest of his life, all 30 seconds of it, as he crushes his, his skull in quite an awful effect, but there we have that one. Chris... Oh, fuck, I forgot. I've, I've missed a bloody kill. Sorry, shit. So Chili and Chuck are next for the blade. The lights go out. So, Jason uh, gives Chuck a positively shocking life experience and then pokes Chili in the rear. I mean, he was like, I could poke in the rear, you know? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so, as I says, so Chris finds the bodies and it's final girl time. She takes on Jason uh, first in the house as Rick has a smashing time through the window. So, Chris runs up the stairs and tries to teach Jason, reading is what? Fundamental. As she hits him with a bookshelf. And they were real <laughs> books, by the way. Ooh. So that must have been fun. As one clue whacks the guy in the fucking head. So hmm. I hope they only did that in one take. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So then she hides in a closet, as you do. Why Jason not? tries his best to shine his way in. But <laughs> Chris goes psycho on him, slashing wildly at the madman missing badly she sticks him in the leg and runs outside to the barn and chris finds out just how hung jason is by hanging him with the barn pulley rope 
And I forgot to mention, she tries to drive off in a van, but because of Loco being an idiot, he drained the van of gas. So she's <laughs> fucked. I mean, I love the fact that she tries to trap Jason's hand in the window. He just goes and smashes the window, sticks ahead head in the thingy with the mask and smashes the window open. Mm. She goes, oh my God, run! I'm going, for love, you forward, what exactly, fresh air? <laughs> mm. So... Uh, where was I? Da, 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 da. So Jason lost his mask off saying, hey baby, remember me, your first time? <laughs> As out of nowhere, Alec comes running up a closet, only to be chopped down to size yet again. Uh, and then Chris asks Jason a question by burying it in his head, making it the iconic mark on the mask, which goes on through all the movies. Mm. So Jason then just drops dead. And she says, oh, we'll take a wee dip in the water down down by the lake. It'll be fine. Mrs. Voorhees goes, hi, bitch. Mm-hmm. And she tries to drown her. Jason then pops up in the house and then teleports to the lakeside. The cops then find Chris out of her fucking mind, laughing hysterically at nothing. Right. Oh, by the way, apparently there was an alternative ending um, where it was supposed to be Ali and Chris taking on Jason. Um, uh. and Chris was supposed to be killed and I was supposed to be the saviour, but decided not to chop him up to pieces. Wow. Uh, another ending was Chris sees um, Rick's Rick in the house and she's been uh-huh. hit by something and she sees him in the house and it turns out to be Jason. Jason pulls the head up and goes, oh, he's dead, look, look, look. And he's got the mask off and I, that was the Stan Winston mask they used. Mm. So, okay then, and the fuck it, we'll do Mrs. Voorhees one, the sort of reverse of what happened in part one. Yeah. So instead of mm. Jason popping out of the lake, she pops out of the lake. Mm. And I was going, are these, are your endings, really? Yeah, you just don't think the, the best you could come up with. Oh my God, it's so bloody well bad. So mm. credits mercilessly roll, because this is a really short fucking movie, was it an hour and... 20 minutes no. I mean, and a half or something yeah we're quite sure yeah i mean take away the the credits and the such it's like an hour and 15 20 or something yeah. ridiculous what can i say about this i mean i had more fun writing the puns <laughs> than watching this fucking movie the only good thing about this is jason ditches the town of dreaded suns uh sunset look for the iconic hockey mask and pretty boy cast can distract a little bit but the effects are cheap. The acting is porn level, and they spent more time on the 3D than the actual fucking script. This thing is just trash. I mean, utter diabolical shit. Shelly is annoying as fuck. Chris, Ulster is, is screaming cry, and Jason is a fucking idiot in this. I mean, honest to God, when he's fighting Chris, he just stands there like, duh, what will I do now? Oh, you stab me in the knee, ow, or look at my head. Oh, my, I've got a slotting headache, love. Oh, my God. Like I say, the good things about this thing, Jason gets his mask, mm. the Pretty Boy cast, and the disco theme. That's it. So what you say? Yeah, I mean, for me, this uh, feels like the start of the franchise, because, like, face it, like you said, Jason gets his signature mask and he actually he begins to feel like a more competent killer um in this movie. Um but 
as for the actual movie itself, it's nothing but a classic and generic, you know, camper slasher. A group of kids go to the wood or go to a cab, an, an isolated cabin, and we all know what's going to happen next. You know, there's no real story. In fact, by the time anyone actually realises they're in the midst of an actual Jason killing spree, we're already practically down to the final girl. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, f- I, okay, for me, like, part three is it's a step up from part one and two, and you definitely see the development, but it's still extremely dated. It does not stand the test of time. And sadly, I can see it being just another Camp Slasher movie in a couple of years. Um, to uh, uh, what was I going to say? I mean, okay, it was released mainly for 3D, and that shows because every single scene has got something thrown at your face. Um, you know, for me, that is one of the more watchable movies in the franchise. But if you've seen parts one and two, you don't need to watch this. You already know what's going to happen. For me, that is one of those movies where I saw myself rooting for the serial killer. Like, every single character in this is so unlikable. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you just think from from Shelley to Chris and everyone, you just think, hurry up and die, would you? I, I liked how the opening with a recap of the last one. Like, I've always kind of liked that with the Friday 13th movie. And then it kicks into that 80s disco beat. You know, that was a bit cheesy, but I liked it. But the pacing for me felt all over the shop. Like, it started off fast with the disco beat right into more and killing. And then slowed right the fuck down again, which I didn't like. Yeah, I mean, I, well, I think I was about this movie. There is no character development. You no. have Deb. Oh, she's pregnant, therefore she has sex a lot. Yay. Mm-hmm. We have Andy, who's an acrobat because he walks his hands constantly, which is fucking annoying as shit. Yeah. You had Chris, who had a run-in with Jason two years earlier, and she's traumatized. She goes back to the lake for reasons. And you had Shelley, the desperate version. I'm going okay then, and. There's no other development than that. You've got Chili and Chili and Chuck who are stoners. That's it. I'm going. I mean, you said this is a better one than part one, two. Part two is a piece of shit. I'll give you that one. Mm. I liked part one because it was a who done it. However, part one shouldn't have been as long as it should have been. It should have been a half hour, maybe hour movie. So not a what the hell thing is an hour and thirty. Also, it cheats. It doesn't give you all the players but who don't know must have all the players this is what comes out of the fucking left field at the last minute so that's cheating technically yeah um and as for part two i don't like that jason at all the look at that jason is really bad yeah i don't think anyone like part two but yeah you totally sit you know that for a minute point was gonna be like the character there's no character development they're so badly acted that all the you know at that time at that time which were professional actors they look like fucking amateur mm. i mean i might say earlier none of these people works again no that's, that's, a, that's a no wait wait chris chick she worked again the rest didn't they all left the the, the business still went to be doctors and lawyers and chiropractors yeah. and, and news reporters and such i mean 
this is how bad this movie is. They run them out of the business, so hmm. Wow. Uh, so is that is this your wrap up? That that's it, yeah. Okay. So I score this thing then. One being dog shit and five being solid gold. I'm gonna give this thing a one out of five just for Rick. <laughs> <laughs> so what would you give this thing? I'm giving the two. Okay. And that you know, can't deny Chris is quite okay on the eye and Jason gets his mark, so you know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I would say a half a point for for Rick and half a point for the disco beat. <laughs> what I would say. <laughs> uh, so that rounds up to one. So, hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I said, none of this cast is likable at all. In fact, I don't think any of the the Friday Thirteen movies had a likable cast. I don't think they did. I mean, but they uh, one of the what cast? Uh, I don't know. I would say for me personally. I would say New Beginnings got a worse cast. Mm. I would say The Final Chapter's got a worse cast. Yeah. The Jason Takes Manhattan's got a worse cast. So, hmm. Oh my God, Jason Goes to Hell, that cast is abysmal. Oh my God, Mm. that whole movie, abysmal, but yeah, that cast, Mm. actually, yeah. Mm. I I don't think they had a decent cast until Freddy vs. Jason. To, to be the God's honest truth, because mm. the rest of them are a bit shit. Even with the, the remake, the 2009 remake, that cast is terrible also. Mm. So, uh, to, be, to be honest with you, I don't like the Friday the 13th movies at all. I can tolerate maybe one or two of them, but they're dog shit. I mean... Ah, Jason, I thought you liked the Friday the 13th movie. No, I don't like one. It's Jason Lives. Yeah. Was, it's tongue-in-cheek and it's camptastic. I can tolerate Jason X because it's, again, tongue-in-cheek. But the rest of the movies are abysmal. I mean, I was watching a few of them back on Paramount Plus and they're all shit. Mm. I don't like Jason as a serial killer. I don't get why he was so popular. I don't get why these movies are so popular. I don't get why there's, what, 12 of the fuckers? And I simply do not like... Jason as a character, I don't like the remake either. It's fucking terrible. Yeah, I have to give you that. I've never understood why the whole Jason as a serial killer took off. Cause isn't he murdered? Isn't the whole backstory of him that he he grounds in that lake and then yes, so yes. technically he had ghost coming back doing all the killing. Yet people can see him and he can yeah, clearly the, touch people. So I don't. Yeah, they fudged that one in part mm. two. Because in part one, it says he drowned when he was, I think it was eight in 1952. Yeah, yeah he's a grown-ass fucking man. But he's a grown-ass man in part two. And I think it was retconned to be he almost drowned as a ch- child, but ran into the woods, hence why he's a mountain man in part two. So which means Pamela Voorhees was a shit mother because she didn't even attempt to find a fucking body. Mm-hmm. Um, And... The reason why she kept people at base from 60s and 70s up until 79 because she was, what was it, poisoning the water because it was bad water one day and set fire to the woods and such and this and, and destroyed. Like yeah. And I'm going, how about instead of doing that, look for your son, you silly bitch. I mean, he's in the fucking woods in a shed. Yeah. Apparently, you know, mother and instinct don't kick in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with your mm. head as a shrine, I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake. Mm. Um, but like I say, is Jason is nothing but a cheap Michael Myers ripoff. Mm. And I don't get why he was so popular. 
You're like, oh, he's a big badass who doesn't speak. So is Michael. Oh, he yeah. kills he kills annoying teenagers. So does Michael. Mm-hmm. Oh, he does. He's got such an iconic theme song. So does Michael. Yeah. I mean, and once Freddy came along, why was Jason so popular? I don't know, and I never understood why they pitted Freddy and Jason against each other. Let's face it, Freddy's the uh, Freddy's my favourite serial killers. Um, I've had to pick out the three. Um, so you know, Freddy's obviously the most superior. So why they pitted them against? Jason, it was almost like they were doing anything to bump up the character of Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They tried to to reinvigorate Jason because his character's pretty much dead. He's a hockey yeah. pops mama's boy, as Freddie puts it. But yeah, that was a thing I would go. Even in high school, when we talked about this in the 90s, the early 90s, why would Jason take on Freddie and vice versa? Because mm-hmm. one's a yeah. demon and one's a fucking zombie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Um, but like I said, that was a, a wet dream came true. That was in production hell for a good 10 or so years. Wow. So this is why we have Jason versus Freddy in 2003, because it was supposed to be... As I actually supposed to be put production in... What was it? 90-something? And it was put in production hell for about 10 or so years, and then it was shut out as Jason versus Freddy. And that made more money than God's. Mm. But fortunately, it killed both... Jason Friendship. and um and Freddy. Mm. Because let's face it, the Nightmare Street remake is terrible and the Freddy Thirteen remake is terrible. So Yeah. Mm. Definitely. I mean, I don't get why people love remakes. They're shite. I don't know. I mean if you like something, go see the fucking original. Stop looking at yes. remakes of them. Because let's face it, a remake is never gonna live up to the you know, the standard and the vision that the first set of directors and things like that had. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't get this myself, but I mean, what is it with the horror franchise in particular and shitting out so many shit remakes? I, I mean, think horror has lost its creativity. Like, horror, even when I was younger and things like that, like in the 80s and the 90s, was fucking terrifying, some of it. Mm. And now... You know, I always say if I can predict the ending and I don't find it scary, then it clearly can't be because you're sat through more than one horror with me. You know I jump at everything. Yeah. You know? Today's horror is sanitised, pasteurised and for teenage eyes. It's not for people in their 20s, 30s, 40s that are actual... Uh, horror fans read all these ones. Yeah. Oh my god, I've seen all these movies. Have you really? Have you seen it? No, 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 I don't know what you're talking about. Like, for instance, uh, two, not last Halloween, but previous Halloween, they showed the original Halloween in uh-huh. the cinemas, and people were saying, Oh my god, Roswell was better. And I nearly killed the entire fucking lot. I was going, Really? You think Rob Zombie's piece of shit is better than this 78 classic? Go and fuck yourself. Yeah, uh, like. Mm-hmm. Go watch some actual horror movies and get an education. Then he thought one with horror that it's too watered down because it's so scared of cancel culture that mm. it's just like, oh, we have to make even our horror child friendly. It's like, fuck off. If they don't like it, they can go watch fucking Disney if they want. Mm-hmm. I mean, the, the prime example for this is the uh, the Conjuring universe it's like oh for fuck's sake I wonder oh, if could be a fucking universe for crying out loud I mean a multiverse and universe oh, fuck off mm. I mean I remember sitting watching Annabelle in the cinema and being bored out my tits 
And there was a, a woman in front of me, and she said, oh my god, it moved, it moved. No, it fucking didn't. Shut up, it was a fucking inanimate doll, you silly bitch. <laughs> and she was like, oh my god, oh my god, it's me. I'm like, shut up. I mean, <sighs> god. I went to go and see Insidious 2, and they were doing the exact same thing, and Insidious 4. I'm going, what the fuck? This is why I stopped going to cinema, because movies are abysmal. God, I, I, I remember I saw Poltergeist. Uh, the remake in the cinema or was it the mm. remake and it was just fucking a bit more full of fucking teenagers and it was like mm. A shouldn't you be at fucking school and B you're clearly not old enough and yeah all the way through oh my god don't go in it's like for fuck's sake mm. just watch your fucking movie yeah was that that was be I was with you at that time was that the different thing that was a it. different time because I, I took my, my now ex on one of our first dates there. That's because I saw it twice in the cinema, once in the cinema. I ended up seeing it twice because then I saw it with you. <clears throat> and again, I mean, it was just full of fucking teenagers. And you're like, yeah, okay, we get it. Or yeah. full of people talking all the way through it because they were too scared to watch the actual movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's the same with the um, uh, Scream 4. When I went to see Scream 4 in the cinema, mm. I was like, this is supposed to be scary. This thing, you've got to be fucking shitting me. I mean, it was an absolute piece of absolute horseshit. And people were going, oh my God, it's the greatest one yet. Okay, shh. I mean, just stand like, in the corner and shut up. Like you've clearly wall. never seen the first one. Like, get a grip. God almighty. I, I remember that, because I remember seeing it on the opening weekend. Actually, it was a Thursday opening Mm. Not it was, it was a Friday opening weekend, and I walked into the cinema, and there was nine people in the audience. Oh my god! And about five walked out. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> Jesus Christ! So yeah, that was. Oh uh, no! God, it was just just bad. I'm thinking uh, myself, how did this make its money? How is this so popular? Yeah. I mean, it was all the ten year olds that watched it ten, eleven years ago. And they're now in their twins going, oh my god, that was my, my scream, it was terrifying. Oh, fuck off. Utter nonsense. Absolutely mm. nonsense. Uh, anyway, right, so let's just wrap this thing up. So, thank you for listening. Now, don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. You can follow us on Twitter at 2GeeksPod. You can follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's a Pod. And you can follow Joe on Twitter at 2GeeksJoanne. And we have an Instagram and Facebook account at Two Geeks at Talk and Movies. Uh, bye. And our next movie will be. What is it again? Is it. Okay. So that should be interesting. These quote unquote controversial Sleepaway Camp. Mm. So that should be interesting. And then we're doing uh, Assassin's Creed. Yes. And Hitman. So Hitman, they, yeah. <clears throat> which should be interesting because I've only seen Assassin's Creed once and it's an experience <laughs> so bad so this seen, could be um, I don't think I've actually seen Hitman movie I've seen the, the, the sequel and it was a piece of shit <laughs> so mm. that should be an experience also hmm. it should because I've never seen it so no yeah, yeah, that'll be interesting. And as it says, don't forget to like, share, comment, and subscribe, and give us a review wherever the hell you hear us. A bye.